You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Morning of stars here this morning on SEN Tasmania, and without further ado, we're going to go to another one. Elise Villani's on the line Tasmania cricket star and Hobart Hurricane batter. Good morning, Elise. How are you going? Good morning, going well, thank you. Good on you, great to have you with us. Um, does it feel like cricket season when we're waking up in Hobart and it's pretty bloody cold? <laughs> it's, too, it's, it's a funny time of the year, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, um, it, it feels like it has come, a, come along really quickly, actually. And uh, Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing some, some summer days to really encourage my mind to be thinking that it's cricket season. Firstly, happy birthday for you. 23 yesterday, have I got that right? Yeah, that's exactly right, actually. <laughs> Couldn't have chosen a better age, thank you. Happy birthday to you. Tell us about the pre-season, Elise, and, and things are travelling. Obviously, the, the title defence started last week, and you've been in super hot form, 71 and a 73. Uh, one and one, Tassie, have gone against Victoria. How's, how's things shaping up for the season at hand? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm really pleased with how the girls are going. Um, you know, we had an incredible win the first game against um, Victoria and chased down, you know, 279 with about 13 balls to spare. So, um, you know, some incredible performances by by our girls. But um, And then obviously fell a little bit short in the second game. But again, really happy with our processes. So, you know, we'll just keep continuing to look to tidy some things up. But all in all, the girls have worked really hard during the preseason, um, And it's starting to show with some really good performances. Got uh, Alex Johnston here, Elise. Um, I'll talk to you about your golf a little bit later, but we'll stick with cricket for the <laughs> moment. Um, got off to a good start in the chase yesterday, but then got brought undone by spin. She's a good young player, Sophie Day. Yeah, she is. She's a, she's a good young player, and she's a, a ripper of a person, actually. So I was, um, you know, on one hand, I was like, oh, I'm really pleased for her on a personal front that she bowled well, but um, disappointed, obviously, being in the opposition um, territory. But... Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, we had two really good partnerships um, over about 50 and then another one at about 40. So we just missed, you know, when you're chasing a total that big, you really need a really big partnership to, to break that chase. So, um, yeah, look, we just fell a little bit short in a couple of areas. But overall, um, as I said, I think our processes are pretty good and our game plan's really solid. But, yeah, just a few things to review and reflect on um, before our next round, which is after the big dash. Signs are pretty good when you're about as deep as you are at the moment. Sasha Maloney made 35 yesterday, better than a runner ball, and she comes in at eight. So that's pretty handy. Yeah, she she was great, actually. Um, watching her go out and, and put some of her power hitting um, into the game situations was, yeah, was really good. So that was the, that was the third partnership that I was talking about, the, the two Tassie girls in Sasha Maloney and um, Emma Mannix Jeeves. So, yeah, really exciting um, you know, to see how well the girls have been developing at... Um, Obviously, you always want to take home the win as well. Elise, the, the WNCL title 
defence now takes a bit of a pause. The WBBL is getting off next week, and Hurricanes' first game is in Friday on Friday in Sydney. Let's and you're a good person to talk about this and reflect on what are Elise we now? Is the skipper, you're the skipper this season, are you, Elise? <laughs> Yeah, I am. Yep, that's true. Well, more so, in fact, of what are we now? Season, gosh, I'm guessing here. I reckon we're season seven or eight. I think it's eight. I think you're right. Um, Fortunately for me, I'm very much lucky enough to to commentate from year one. Oh, here we go. No, I'm not talking about (laughs) me here. I'm I'm more interested in the development in those eight years from your perspective as a top-line international cricketer that you are. I find it incredible, eight years later, where we are now. From your perspective, the competition, uh, depth-wise, all the teams, uh, how do you see it? Yeah, I think you're spot on there. Um, Look, you know, eight years ago, women's cricket wasn't on television that much, so I just think it goes to show that what a visible pathway can mean. Um, And I think, you know, since having that visible pathway... The depth has absolutely gone through the roof. So, you know, the young talent coming through at the moment um, in the women's space of Australian cricket is, um, you know, pretty scary when you think about it. There's so many, um, you know, talented um, and just match winners across Australia. So the depth of the squads, um, local players, you know, at the start it was all about the internationals. Now I think it's all about who's getting the best um, domestic players because they're what's most important to your squad at the moment. So, yeah, looking forward to what the Hurricanes can, can turn out this season. But, yeah, it's incredibly exciting to, to just see the talent that's around, that's for sure. Has it sunk in you're a Hurricane yet? Because you're a star for so long. <laughs> um, have you made the transition to Purple smoothly? Oh, it's, it's funny. I actually had um, some content capture up in Sydney maybe a couple of weeks ago and I, I put the purple on and um, I saw the green and I had to put the purple on and I thought, oh, this might feel a little bit strange, but I put it on and then surprisingly it felt quite natural and I thought I looked all right in it actually. So um, no, I've, I've taken to it pretty well and, and really excited. I think it helps that the team's so similar from the, from the WNCL, so it, it already feels really familiar, which I think is a really positive thing. Yeah, I'd look like Grimace if I put the purple on, so you're looking pretty good. Um, can we can we get it done? I mean, it's a fierce, as Flash said, it's a fierce competition, but it'd be nice to um, bring some uh, short-form silverware home. Yeah, look, absolutely. I think, um, you know, there's, there's no doubt about it that we're aiming to get into the finals, that's first and foremost, and then once you get into the finals, you know, you sort of just, Anything can happen, but we've got to get to the finals first to even have an opportunity to, to have a look at the title. So, you know, it's, it's going to be really important. We've got a great list. We've certainly got no excuses in that department. I think we've got a really well-balanced list and something that I'm really excited to work with. Um, so now it's just about going out there and making sure that, you know, we really stick to our game plans and um, really stick to the brand that we want to play. And ultimately, that will give us the best chance of being successful. So I have, I have no doubt that if we do that, that we can find ourselves in, in the finals. You're going to bring up your 100th WBBL match this season, along with Nicola Carey and Molly Strano as well. Um, very much now in the veteran category, aren't you, in terms of your <laughs> your career? That role for you, and I look, you've had that role, uh, the Stars, etc., for a number of years. But is that something that you really enjoy? And I guess an extension of that, could you see yourself... Um, becoming involved in coaching when your cricket career over the next few, however many years left you've got to go, um, <laughs> expires. Is, is that a pathway that something you'd like to look at? 
Yeah, look, potentially. I mean, I've, I've got my level three um, coaching accreditation, so it is something that I've done a, a little bit of. Um, and, you know, maybe I haven't really got too many cemented plans post-cricket. There's, there's a few things that I'm really interested in and passionate about. So I guess, you know, you just have to wait and see as to what opportunities might be around when you do finish playing. But, yeah, look, I am a, a bit of a veteran these days and um, it's something that I really enjoy, actually. I think when you're young, sort of just really um, thinking about yourself in some respect. It's a really individual team game. Um, and you can get, you know, um, you know, really focused on your own performances. And um, being a little bit older and taking on some leadership opportunities, I've found that actually I'm really passionate about that space because it takes me out of my own head and I love investing in the success of others and really investing in, um, I guess, the, um, you know, the direction of the team. It's something that really excites me is really driving for team success. So... Yeah, it is something that I've really enjoyed over the years. I wish it's something I had to learn when I was a little bit younger. Maybe I wouldn't have been as self-absorbed and maybe had a bit more success. But, yeah, you, know, you can't sort of learn these life lessons um, at the very start of the race, I guess. At least we had you on the news the other night. You were at uh, school, I think it was Riverside Primary, and the response from the girls was extraordinary. It was like Elvis had, had come to school. That must make you feel so <laughs> proud. That might, like jokes aside, that must make you feel so bloody proud of what you've been able to achieve as a role model. Yeah, I think um, you know I'm just blessed and grateful to be in this position where female cricket is really on the rise. And when I was growing up, that that wasn't the case. And um, you know, I sort of grew up thinking that I was the only female playing cricket. I was always in a boys' team. So to be able to provide, um, I guess, the, the visual pathway that that we can now being on TV and, and having um, more media is something that, you know, I, I, do, I don't take lightly at all. I think it's a, a huge responsibility for us to really make sure um, that, we, you know, we understand that it really is a sport for all and everyone can play it and that's just part of our job these days and something that we need to take seriously and certainly something I enjoy doing. I love it. Very heartwarming. And post-cricket, I'm going to try and get you $20 million on the Live Golf Tour, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I'll need to work on my short game, I think. <laughs> Don't we all? Good on you, Lisa. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We look forward to checking in with you over the summer and all the very best to your Tassie and your new Hobart Hurricanes. Good luck, mate. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Lisa Villani, she's an absolute star. Great to have her this morning on Jack and Flash. David Lithgow and Alex Johnson with you this morning.